Welcome to the Positive Star Wars Monthly Sin Podcast. Lucky, lucky, Sinitai. Decent Jedi arriving. edition of the Senate and uh, this month a select group myself Stephen uh, Ron and Ricky uh, join us to all things Star Wars and uh, we've got on the agenda today um, we are going to discuss the latest in the High Republic uh, era of content that is out Um, we've got the Bad Batch trainer uh, Bad Batch Kenobi about a month's time, I think. Um, and we've also had recently the vintage collection um, of uh, what we call it, TV series and movies and stuff um, arrive on Disney Plus. So we can talk about some nostalgic sort of uh, things about that. But as ever, we start off with a little round table, little chat about uh, what we've been up to in Star Wars Land for the last month. And uh, should be we can have be a bit more elaborate this this month because there's not so many of us so we should start with ron hello senators fellow senators fellow delegates good day to all um most recent star wars I, i've taken advantage of that disney plus um dropping some of the the vintage things oh, right. i haven't haven't gotten to to watch much of it i've seen it most of it before i, I do want to settle in uh, um i'm under the impression i need to you need to be in the right frame of mind for those ewoks things just because uh, <laughs> they're dated just from 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 the viewing aspect so i need to settle in and and be in the right frame of mind to watch them for the content and and try to get get whatever the mm. content is out of those two to, uh, movies because I don't know that I've ever actually seen them from beginning to end. Um, but I was very pleasantly surprised to see those dropped. Um, I definitely took up the Gendy uh, Star Wars, even though I have those on DVD and and, and I actually think I even still have them DVR'd. Um, I definitely, as soon as those dropped, I went and, and, and watched uh, watched the. They have it broken up into two set two chapters or two two sessions or whatever, and, and watched that last one. And yeah, that's still that was such a fun series, such a fun time in life because those were new to Star Wars. That was the only new Star Wars content we were getting. The movies were coming, but it was it was filling filling in between the two movies and. I just remember there's little three, the first go around of them, they were little three, the first season, I guess it was, is what, what they were little three minute snippets or yeah. two minute snippets and, and very little dialogue. And, and you just, just devoured them every, every week when they came out, uh, they were yeah, such a that, that first, uh, episode with the clones are just, they're just doing hand signals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like, and just, of, just a lot of, a lot of that stylized, uh, um, animation adjustment brought back some memories of, of watching that, uh, real time, um, each each week i think it was whenever it dropped in between things trying to trying okay. to trying to capture it because i remember trying to dvr it and make sure i recorded and had to, had them to be able to rewatch them um and then picked up a um had a little toy show picked up put something in the chat some pictures of it but picked up a little uh, loose ronto and jawa that i'm quite tickled with because it was all of five whole dollars um, so that was that's my little fun foray into into the. Oh, you got the box too, then. Oh. No, no, I. Uh, oh, you get the box. No, I went and found found them and posted them just for for. Oh, well. 
posterity or otherwise some information for, for for you guys watching or in the chat just to see what's there. Nope, I just have it loose. It's just a figure in the in the Jawa. I didn't well, realize Steven that didn't believe you that it was a real toy. And it's your potentially your name, Ron. Ron too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, beast of burden uh, i like ronbot um, 2000 or whatever well, with yeah, microphone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, i don't know i always assumed that was something else that already i didn't realize it's a different um uh sort of species thingy again but uh yeah so oh yeah i see you say say what it does in there it does in the uh so that's the thing that you're eating at galaxy's edge at ronto roasters ronto wraps <laughs> Yeah, I also picked up this droid figure, the R4P17. I don't know anything about the droid, but it's carded, but it's a very small, stylized card. And I'm sure I knew something of it when it came out or recognized it or, but it's not the same. It's three and three quarter, but the card is, is smaller. And that intrigued me. So I picked that up just because, um, thought it was cool uh, obviously and so uh, i'm gonna find out try to do some research and find out what this line was or what it was that had a smaller uh, yeah, it's a, small it's a saga legends yeah i, I definitely recognize the uh, artwork um with vader on and everything but, but like i say the the the, sh- the physical size of the card that's on i didn't give any scale to what was in the chat i should have found another carded figure but it's just smaller it, it might have been like a dollar store or some of the discount type stores um, I knew they had some different lines um, at the time. So that's something for me uh, that I picked up to research as well. So, yeah, a little light on the Star Wars uh, this past month. Yeah, that's uh, Obi-Wan's uh, droid. R4. That's cool. Ah, that's a cool pickup. Yeah, that's the one That's the one that gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah. R4. That. Yeah. Send this message to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, so he only calls it R4, doesn't he? So I'm just thinking I haven't... Well, it's been like R2, but yeah. Well, that makes sense, but yeah, he's R4P17, and I don't think we've ever heard him, I don't think we've ever heard the full designation. No, no, that's why I say I didn't really recognize its name. Yeah, Uh, good good pickup, Ricky. That's cool. He's uh, the silent hero of the Republic. (laughs) He never gets his credit, poor guy. Then he dies. He's dead, he's dead, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you get... Vulture droids. Oh, right, yes. That, what a way to go. Oh, interesting. R4s must be different than R2s. Reading the, the thing about rebuilt by Anakin, the droid's original dome was replaced with an R2 series dome. Mm. So the droid... Anyway, I, that, this is where I fail as a, as a Star Wars fan. Whatever. I wow, don't, so he I, built I that droid, too. That's... Well, no, it just says he repaired it. Re, or rebuilt uh, by Anakin. Rebuilt. But but it looks like an R2 in the body and everything else as well. It's so, like it looks very similar. It looks extremely yeah. similar, isn't it? I mean, what what makes it an R4? Is. You know, anyway, it was in the Droid Builders group. Cool. Star Wars, it's cool. Yeah, those the, those <laughs> folks would would definitely be able to tell us. Someone could tell us between R two and R four units. Um, I mean, there's a lot of other R ones and R threes and R fives. We have an R five. I don't know if we have an R one. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Well, they're all astrometrics, aren't they? Astro astromech. There's um, those. Uh, Oh, what was the name of the one that blew up in A New Hope? That's an Did R5. That was that R5? Yeah, that was uh, R5-D4. Hmm. Uh, so maybe that's why this one has the what we call the R2 head. Um, whereas the one in uh, A New Hope didn't. He had a bigger 
Yeah, he definitely had an R5. Well, he definitely had something that made him be different. His body wasn't R2 looking with just a different head. His body's different too, I think. Yeah, yeah. But what can we, you would imagine that R5s would have come after R2s, but obviously that's not the case because they say he's, they sort of refer to him as an old droid in A New Hope, don't they? R5. Well, that's interesting. Is the designation a version thing? Like, you know, are we applying yeah. a modern day uh, thought process there to it's an aversion thing, or is it just a different model number mm. that the, that they all came out at the same time, but just that they had different designations for their purposes or something? I don't know that I know the answer to that one. You say there's always more to it than than uh, meets the eye, but uh, that's makes it fun. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, Ricky. Uh, yeah. Um, let me see. We're still watching Rebels, doing our continuous thing. The Ewoks things kind of uh threw us for a loop, so we're gonna have to implement those into our saga marathon now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've never seen them. I've never seen them at all. Um, yeah, we have watched a couple of the Ewoks cartoons we found on YouTube like years back. Um, but my daughter doesn't really remember them too much, so we're kind of looking forward when we get to that. Um. And then what else happened? Oh, my daughter for Easter got a, uh, she got a RC Baby Yoda in the little carriage thing, which has been pretty fun to scare the dogs with and, and <laughs> zoom around the house. That thing's pretty neat. It, it's tiny. It's like, it, it's really small. And, but uh, yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I mean, it only goes back and forth and left and right. Um, but um, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So that's something we've been playing with. And then um, what else did we do? Oh, I did, I did, um, I picked up from Target. I got Grief Karga this month, and then um, I got Mando with the original armor without the best car, and then that paired perfectly with the uh, Black Series um, Grogu. So, and that that Black Series Grogu has like the tiniest you know action figure pieces I've ever seen because it comes with the little ball and his little cup of soup and everything. So I'm I'm hoping not to lose that because Grief Karga's uh, gun kind of disappeared like the next day. So. But luckily, it's just like a generic blaster, so I can just replace it with something else. But uh, but yeah, that's been that's been for me. Oh, and then last night, um, we were trying to figure out dinner. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking online, and I saw McDonald's has Star Wars Happy Meals now. So uh, yeah, so I guess if you uh, the promo was if you can either pick between a princess toy from Disney or or a Disney Star Wars toy, and they're little rolling um speeders, and they have the giant you know bobblehead looking thing on top. And I, they also shoot out discs, so... Um, I can definitely confirm that, yes, in fact, they do have those. I totally forgot yeah. that was, that was part of my Star Wars uh, uh, fun for the past. Yeah, I, did, I didn't even know until last up, night. Yeah, then we, my, yeah the, we got um, two Sith Troopers. Um, that, that, like, basically, I guess that's all they had. So how long have they been running those, Ron? They just, I think they just popped. Uh, maybe oh. last Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday, I saw someone say that the, these are out because I hit... I hit McDonald's that day for lunch and scored, and then I hit another one the next day. Um, there was I was running an errand in a different part of town or whatever. And I was like, oh, I'll get another. And I went there, and I got so disappointed because they didn't have them yet. And I didn't think to ask. I was just like, oh, well, I don't really need a Happy Meal, but whatever. It's always, but, okay. it's always but, hit or miss. I was just uh, hoping that they didn't have the Hasbro to- the Hasbro um, game uh, board game toys still because it seems that's all like McDonald's right here always has is the I get the same Mr. Potato Head toy all the time. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, they didn't have the Disney um, princess toys. My daughter wanted to get one of each just to see how they were. But uh, they ended up saying, no, we only have one toy. And we're like, oh, great. We're going to get, a, you know, just whatever they got left. But no, we got lucky. We got two of the uh, Sith Troopers. So, I mean, we can uh, troop build with those, I guess. 
But, well, I, I'll have to admit, I'm honestly, once we're done here or whatever, I'm, I, have a, I have a hot lunch date with my nephew uh, <laughs> to, to, to go to lunch. So, yeah, I'm going to go pick up lunch. Or uh, I don't think we can get in the restaurant, so I'll, I'm sure I'll pick it up and, and take it to his house or whatever. We'll hang out and, and uh, get, get him a Happy Meal toy. <laughs> yeah, that's always that's always cool when they have those. And then the, the box yeah. has cool little art on there and stuff. And it's it's always fun to get Star Wars toys in your in your kid's meal. So, yeah, so that, that's been it. Um, yeah, and then I've been trying to read Into the Dark. Um, real, I think I'm on chapter four now. So we've been slowly reading that, going through it. Um, it it's uh, we're not in a hurry to read it like we were for the um, test of courage because she was doing that for a book report. But we're just kind of taking our time with Into the Dark, and there's not really anything new coming out. I did pick up a couple of the comics, but I think I'm behind now, like one or two issues. But yeah, that's been it, pretty much. Excellente. I mean, I can't remember the last time I went McDonald's. It's been more than a decade. That's how long it's been. Um, so yeah, Barney. Is that because you don't? Yeah, so about pull the curtain back a little bit. Is that because you don't go, or is that because there's not one near you? Oh, there is one. I mean, technically, there's right uh, there's I, you could drive to one in uh, ten minutes. Okay, that qualifies as near. Okay. Uh, uh, both both directions actually go one way and go, somebody gets to be it. No, I don't I never do it um, because well, I try to be as healthy as I can. Sure. But I, but having said that, you know, I have got some extra chocolate and cakes and stuff at home. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I was I say last time I did it, I remember. Captain stickers and uh, be some stickers used to connect. I can't remember, but anyhow, yeah, no, no, I just never, just never really got into um, uh, a habit of uh, takeaways, um, that kind of stuff. Um, so you know, KFC, haven't done that for donkeys years. McDonald's, can't remember the last time I've been McDonald's. Um, so yeah, I've just not, but they, but they are there. You could, yeah, I could go to any one of those within ten minutes if I really wanted to. Uh, but just tend to cook, you know, make our own stuff here. Don't need to. Don't yeah, bother. good for you. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's a, I spend my money on other stuff. Um, okay, right. So uh, myself in the last month, it has mostly been. Uh, I think it's mostly been the High Republic uh, stuff, which we'll get onto in a minute. So I finished finished the uh, Test of Courage uh, Audible book, and I've just started on Into the Dark. Um, and I'm keeping up with the uh, the comic series as well. Uh, I'm behind, I think, on the Marvel by one, but uh, up to date on the IDW stuff. And I've also uh, uh, technically purchased um, the Jedi Lost um, audible, audible book, but it'll be a, a month or so until I get round to uh, listening to that. Um, and I did renew my Disney Plus subscription that's <laughs> the most exciting thing i got really confused then because they make it sound like it's the end it, that um you, you get the email and it's like uh you got to you've got to take this offer to get anything any money off but i don't actually think that's the case i think it's you would get the the money off even if you didn't take up that offer i don't know it got really confusing but i did it anyway because what the heck they got you either way 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be of any help to to add anything to it for the center or anyone that might be listening because I bought the uh, the three year deal or whatever it was three, way three, back when. Yeah. yeah, I got I got sucked into the you know I'm going to have this I'm going to want it so I just went ahead and did that and pulled that trigger so I know I don't have to worry about it for however long it's however long it's going to come. Yeah, so um, I think I think I looked at my first year was fifty quid for the year and this year is uh, sixty quid even though it's like it's still saying like twenty percent off sort of thing. Something yeah, like the that. market, like anything, market up to market yeah, yeah, yeah. down, make you feel like. Yeah, I think because uh, I'm on month to month, and it, it bumped it up like a dollar, which I mean, it's still I'm oh. paying like twenty bucks for Netflix right now, so I mean that that's a that's a steal at that price. <laughs> so it's like seven dollars that is six. Uh, yeah, I probably needn't have done it, but um, I could have waited a month. But you know what it's like. I just thought, what the hell? Um, it's not going to make a huge amount of difference. Uh, so, so I haven't been watching a lot of TV in the last month because I had the uh, problem with my eyes and stuff. My eyes are really only just got back to, uh, I had through seven minutes of normality where I could actually binge on, start binging on stuff again. Um, so uh, I could have, technically, I suppose I could have uh, wasted a month, but you're not really saving anything because not me, when you're paying for it for a year, it don't really make any difference, does it? If you leave it a month or not, you're still going to end up paying a annual subscription anyway. I think we've never seen the option for a month, um, but I don't really make it doesn't really make a difference. It's done. It's done and dusted now. It, it's it's there. And uh, I I have to say, Disney Plus has been since it since it came out, it's been a bit of a uh, a revelation for me because it just I'm so lazy. I just can't be bothered to get a DVD out of a case and put it in and then wait for the DVD to know dot then press the screen snatches. You know, I just love the the um yeah. the ease of just being able to say I want to watch. Yeah, I want to watch this this scene. I want to watch this scene. I want to watch this bit. I want to watch the extras. Just click here, click there. I am. It's there. Um, I don't have to worry about going on the shelf and finding something, sticking it in, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so for me, it's been uh, a godsend. Disney Plus for watching um, Star Wars stuff when I want to, when I want to, basically. Um, especially for the there, there's Wars. so much on there too. Like there, there's so many other. Like we watched the. Cool Runnings as family movie night the other the other day I'm like I hadn't seen that movie since I was a kid and like I have seen that yeah I have, I have just seen it at the time I haven't seen it since yeah yeah I'm not sure like there's a lot of anything else on Disney Plus for me really but well you're yeah. not really into the Marvel stuff either though so. no I mean, I'm not into any of that you no. did want to watch them all from the beginning <laughs> well yes that keep me going for a couple of years that could that'd be yeah. worth the subscription alone but no I can't be asked I'm afraid sorry okay so Onwards and upwards, and uh, we probably won't have the longest of chat um, um, this month about uh, the latest in the High Republic stuff, because there isn't actually any new content out apart from the continuing um, comic series. Um, but I, mean, I did finish the uh, Test of Courage Audible, um, which is basically the junior, what's it, the junior junior novel, I think, off the lot. Of the latest ones, and that was pretty. Um, it's a pretty basic story based, uh, really. Uh, couple of young Jedi, uh, in their mid teens, mid teens, I think they were 14, 15, sort of thing. One's, one's a recent Jedi Knight, one's a Padawan with the Master, they're on this, um, I can't remember, this great big cruise ship, sort of thing, heading. I can't remember where they're headed now, but anyway, there's two Nihil, Nihil on there, and they sabotage the ship. The ship sort of um, 
blows yeah, off. They were, to, they were going to Starlight, weren't they? Yeah, I can't remember now. I can't remember where yeah. they're going in the first place. Uh, ship blows up. Um, the, the teens escape. They end up um, uh, ended up basically on a planet, and there's an old skirmish with the Nihil, and that's basically the uh, that's basically the gist of it. But it's a, it's it was um, a, a, a a simple story in in the grand scheme of things, but I I found it all right. Um, and uh, so there's yeah, the whole that was a pretty fun. Yeah, it's all right. It, the whole um, as with the, the start of the High Republic thing that got me. Um, into the audible um, um, sphere of, li- of listening to books and stuff, um, and uh, so yeah, for me it's a new experience. It's I, I get through it's a whole lot quicker than I would do if I had the book in front of me. I just wouldn't get through it anywhere near uh, as quickly. Um, so I mean, there's you don't you don't miss anything by not. I think I I feel like with the Into the Dark thing, which I also acquired and just started, I get feeling that uh, that does put a bit more meat on the on the bone in in things. But I, obviously. You, you could really get away totally with test of courage and if you didn't read yeah. it um it wouldn't add anything to the grand scheme of things um but into the dark obviously unleashes as i believe unleashes the uh, the deadly foe in the in the in the in the, in the series there there uh, is a lot of like uh cool stuff that does happen in in uh test of courage like well i, I don't know if like really some people might think it's cool but i like um like technological wise, you know, for uh, for Star Wars, like with the whole like upgrading your lightsaber uh, type of deal that that goes on. Well, yes, yeah, so the, 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 that is the interesting thing. Like I posted about that and said about that before. That and the interesting thing was the is the young uh, Jedi Knight Felesta uh, Rowe, Felesta Rowe, who will appear in in future um, novels and stuff. Um, she modified her lightsaber to turn it into a whip. Um, uh, sort of lightsaber kind of whip kind of stuff, and she did that. But actually, and she says she actually hasn't told anybody. Um, yeah, apparently so, it's like a dark side kind of ancient. Well, yeah, thing. they had a little conversation about that, and they mentioned that in the Sith Wars, that both the Jedi and the Sith used um, these kind of lightsaber whips um, as they did battle and stuff, which is quite an little interesting uh, tidbit. How? So how how? you possibly... can say how, how does that happen? No, no. How how is it going to like? A, I'm thinking of Indy and the whip, and yeah. where he like uses the whip to grab somebody, and a lightsaber whip. I think I've seen a, some art imagery of of this light whip, but if the whip is the saber part of the thing, it's yes. not going to ever grab anything. It's just ever going to always cut, right? <laughs> or should shouldn't? I it don't just understand. Always I mean, I guess if you can put your lightsaber into training mode and not have it cut anybody, you can well, see, that was the you other do the same thing with the. Well, okay, that what, makes sense, Ricky. Well, I can totally yeah, understand. I can totally understand the the training mode in terms of you might make the 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 um the blade, should we say, well, technically less sharp, should we say? So you make it, you basically turn it into a bit of like plastic kind of woods kind of thing equivalent. And then how you would get a uncontrolled, a sort of less rigid lightsaber trail come thing coming off it that sort of behaves a bit like a rope i'm not like, sure how that works same, it's like the same concept with like ezra slingshot maybe even like even the the uh the night sisters had those bow and arrows that were uh you know kind of lightsaberish and then uh sabine yeah, had funny. that light whip on uh on rebels when she was ma- training ma- with Kanan. Ma- making it into the rope I, I don't really i don't have a problem with that it's the uh, it how it, how that rope then works in terms of is it cutting or not or whatever. but ricky explained oh, right. right. so you, yeah. you put it into put it into training mode and then it then it will grab something yeah. and, and and pull it um 
So yeah, yeah, how long until we get throw me, fighting, throw me uh, the blaster? I'll throw you the throw you the yeah. whip or, or whatever that might well, be. She's cutting through vegetation with it, isn't she? So it is. Yeah. Uh, so in that case, it is a sort of. Uh, oh, that's true. It's yeah, hurt you. But I mean, if you hit anything with any kind of force, it probably would snap through anyways, like a whip. I mean, a whip's not exactly yes, that's sharp. True. But, that's true. Yeah. Yes, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you had a rope, you could probably snap through dense, uh, sort of light vegetation. <laughs> Yeah, it was an interesting. It was an interesting little uh, throwback to the uh, to the the, the the Sith Wars and stuff. And, and I I'm not sure if that's going to come back in her future stories. This whole um, whip sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they were doing some really they were doing some really interesting things with the Force stuff. They were using the, uh, the Force to, I think, quite get they're putting sort of leaves over their heads to yeah. shelter them from the rain, which is a bit like an acid rain. But I mean, these leaves must have been pretty. Massive. Huge. They must be massive. Um, but then that show that sort of takes you back to sort of like in uh, the Force Awakens when you get them sort of uh, freezing um, that laser uh, bolt in, in there and also doing something else at the same yeah. time because they're essentially levitating these leaves over their head and also doing other stuff at the same time, which must require. You just don't see that kind of thing in a lot of the other. Um, Jedi stuff that we see them, you know, basically using the force to do one thing, hover something else, whilst you're going to go then do something else casually. Well, I, f- I feel like it did keep saying that, like, since she was doing that, she couldn't do this other thing, you know, and that, and you had two Jedi there that were helping, so yes, but yeah, I thought that was kind of weird. like it, after a while, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm you know, have this leaf floating over my head, but it's probably just like an easy thing to do compared to a rock, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine the leaves must have been massive. But they didn't really make, they didn't really spell it out, but uh, obviously the leaves uh, must have been a pretty decent, pretty decent uh, size. But yeah, there, there was there was a lot of interesting things in there. Um, in a the book had pictures, um, Stephen. Sorry? I don't remember. The book had pictures, but I don't remember. Oh yeah, I haven't has seen the pictures. I've only seen the front cover. Yeah, I haven't seen the pictures. So yeah. yeah, it only had like three. I'll have to pull those up. Yes. So yeah, that was, it was all quite enjoyable. Um, and so, but I'm, I think saying the Into the Dark stuff, Into the, I can't remember the name of the. Uh, I keep calling them the um, oh, the, the plants. Um, the the Grinjir, right? The Grinjir, yeah, the Trippids. I can't, I, I can't remember. I've seen them. They appear in the comics. In the yeah, uh, I, I haven't, I haven't gotten that far into the book yet either. Yeah, they've appeared in the. Uh, God, which one is it? Is it Marvel? No, it's the Marvel one. Number three. Yeah, number three. They appear in that on the on the one the one is planet uh, that the Nihil here have recently been on, and it's Skier, and uh, I can't remember his name so far. Vernester uh, shows up in that one too. Oh right, and the uh, and the the Trins on the Jedi on on that planet, and they go missing and stuff. It's really a strange. I imagine Into the Dark where where these uh, um, Trippid kind of plant kind of things get introduced that will explain a bit more about their background and uh, nature and stuff but it's really weird in the comic and you've got these great big essentially they look like great big shrubs um with a bit of a beak on the front of them and they just seem to be completely pure dark side um and they just want to consume everything is all yeah. I get from the comet because that's they've only just been introduced and obviously I haven't got read into yeah. dark. Um so I don't know a lot about them. Um but they also seem to consume they don't just consume as in consumers that eat you, they sort of uh, take you over and, and use you as 
Yeah, they, uh, they, they take over the Jedi in, in in the comic stuff and start getting to do bad things and and this kind of stuff. So it's quite a uh, it's quite dramatic, I have to say. Uh, the, the thing I did like about um, Courage uh, Test Courage is that it felt like. I mean, because it was it was lighter, of course, than Light of the Jedi was. That was like really like you know dramatic and drawn out. Um, but I mean, you had like a core group, you know, on a planet on a cruiser, and then you know the group stays together the whole time. They're doing a mission. Somebody turns, you know, and they find the bad guys and all this and that. It, it felt like really like Star Wars, even though if it was a little a little bit more kitty, you know. But I mean, you do essentially. Yes, I forgot the big turn because the because the young yeah. Padawan, because um, he loses his master in the ship exploding, he goes a bit. Yeah. He gets a bit, um, as you would do, um, upset and angry about it. And then you've got another boy that's also there who essentially lost his father in the ship um, explosion as well. So he's. It was interesting in that sense because the the young Padawan who sort of has turns into a little bit of an Anakin um, moment. Um, the second yeah. doesn't kill anybody. Um, um, he seems to be is a lot of his uh, darkness was. Coming from feeding off the other boys' anger over yeah. the, over the situation, which is quite interesting as well. How that had more, it seemed to be that his dark turn was fed more from the other boys' um, dark feelings than his own, I would say. Mm. And that was quite interesting how that sort of played out, um, and the whole nature of uh, you know turning dark for. Well, it wasn't much more than about an hour or two, was it? He went, just went yeah. through. And he was uh, reasonably uh, easily, well, not very easily. They sort of had the, uh, Flester and him sort of had the uh, the Anakin versus Obi-Wan battle sort of thing, but it was quite quick. And uh, he quickly realised that he'd gone um, down the wrong path. I, I do notice that there's a, there's a, you know, continuous like kind of theme between all these books is that everyone's masters keep dying. <laughs> so There's a lot. That, of, there is a lot of that. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if that's like going to be an an issue because you're going to have all these like basically padawans that got bumped up to being knights real quick because all the masters are gone. You know, and that can cause like you know error in judgment and stuff like that. Or you have more turn. You know, but I guess we'll I see. did I did wonder that myself at one point, but yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but. Um, definitely helps to explain how the I don't want to say the Jedi lose their way but just how it becomes um, I don't even want to say fractured but just just how it becomes changed over the course of time because right if Padawans are losing Master soon that knowledge is lost doesn't get a chance to get transferred whereas uh, the Sith you know that one Sith kind of sticks around for a long time transfers whatever he chooses to transfer Um, and, you know, careful what you share. You know, you, I taught you everything you know, but not everything I know, type of thing. But that, that's an interesting point, right? You, you lose all these masters. How how many Padawans are are going to the books, hitting the books, or going on striking out on their own? That eventually the Jedi become um, different uh, than what they you know what they were thousands of generations ago, kind of thing. Well, you already see now with the with the light whip thing. The, you know, the the Jedi, she's um kind of embarrassed that she made it because it's it's not something that they regularly teach so she kind of mm-hmm. sought out the knowledge on her own and and built it and it's kind of like frowned upon that she did that you know so it's kind of like a, you know anakin like you know then i know there's stuff they're not teaching me kind of thing so it's kind of like lead, laying the the groundwork for that like you know they're already suppressing information at this point 
which is probably something they shouldn't do. You know, because I mean, it did, the, even though it's something that she probably shouldn't have made, it did like pretty much save the day for them. You know. Interesting. Do they elaborate any into the why they didn't want her to make that, or why they don't use it anymore, or any of that sort of thing? Or they it just seemed, talk? No, I, th- I think it does. Like, I mean, I think because both sides used to use them, like Sith and um, Jedi used to use the, the whips. So. Eh, that doesn't compute because both sides use lightsabers. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I mean, but, um, the um, but the the Padawan boy does sort of when when she reveals that. She didn't want to. She wanted to use her. She wanted to change her lightsaber into a whip because it's all easier to get through the vegetation and all that kind of stuff. But she was wary about doing it in front of the uh, the Padawan because her initial um, feelings were that he was already going in a bit of a a darker mm. space, uh, and that by showing that um, like she, was she knew her. the first time, the first instance that he sees the uh, the whip, he would associate it with the Sith. Uh, or dark side, shall we say, um, stuff. Okay. Um, but in in their sort of brief explanation, that she does say that you know both the Jedi and the Sith use these um, whips um, in in the in the Sith Wars or whatever I think she think she called it. Yeah, um, so it is an it is an little bit. Conf- I can't remember now exactly. She did it in secret. I know that. And yeah. you you kind of you can't your first thought is yeah is this not a bit of darkness in her this is gonna is this actually gonna lead to somewhere um, and she is and I think I remember right she's a bit of a prodigy prodigy isn't she in some yeah she's like some, a prodigy she's like the youngest knight ever to be knighted yeah that's it she's like fifteen or something like that yeah um, so you kind of think oh, what yeah what yeah what where's that going to go is it going to go anywhere but then she's also the same point saying that they both used to yeah, both good and bad used um the whip. So I I don't really know. I, I was uh I was none the clearer after that. I think they were, I think to a degree they probably made it left it a little bit ambiguous. Um Yeah and I guess the other Jedi he wasn't very good. Like he like she's like top of the class and he's kinda of like near the bottom. You know? Yeah he had that dynamic as well. Yeah, yeah. that he was pretty rubbish everything. Now he's just yeah, so now he he's kinda he he's kinda of starting to get jealous of her anyways and her pulling out this thing that she made on her own that she shouldn't have is kinda of like you know she felt embarrassed to be showing off and then didn't have the knowledge for that. So I mean that kinda of causes him to I have seen a bit of that as well, I think in some of the other stuff. There seems to be this kind of um uh Jedi's thinking about the abilities of other Jedi's and that kind of stuff. And yeah, that is true. With the, with the kid that keeps falling in the other book, but he couldn't land properly. Yes. He kind of like tease him quite a bit. Yes, they wonder mm-hmm. whether that's kind of a whether that's just something that just happens, or whether there is some sort of a, uh, something going on here where I don't know. It's uh, it's. Um, I guess it'd be like Obi Wan having like his uh when you know him and quinlan boss were younger and they didn't get along and they were doing their training um and also what we forget is right at the end of that book um she becomes the uh the young chaps um she he becomes his um Padawan. so um which is even weirder because then you've got like 15 16 year old jedi knight <laughs> Padawan. that's about well he can't be more than about a couple of years younger than her um and then you've got also in that other comment in the IDW comment, you've got this um, other girl from this um, other planet who's 
force sensitive and that kind of stuff. And uh, they're talking, they mentioned in that one, the masters when they're discussing about her, that she's too, too old to, um, to take on, um, you know, that old conversation again. Hmm. Um, so, which you have to see. So you're start you're starting to see like the uh, the prequels creep in a little bit, which I mean that that's that's cool. They're, they're starting to to show all that stuff. So Ron, you're probably never going to read any of this stuff. Uh, what do you think about the storylines um, that we've kind of discussed? Uh, from what I'm hearing so far, it sounds sounds like they're nailing it. They, you know, they're working towards like you like you just said, building towards the the, the prequel stuff or whatever that. that they're far enough in front of it, but yet they still have an an end game to get to, or they still have some constraints, I guess you should say, as to where they can get to or what can't leave things too too open ended or whatever. But but they do sound intriguing. I, I'd be quite happy to see them in a visual format, <laughs> uh, story wise, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it, it it doesn't sound like they've gone off the rails with some of the storytelling, uh, you know, going out on wild, crazy tangents, whatever. They're they're trying to expand the universe, um, which it needs to be because if if you know what we know, the Jedi from the movies and, and the time frame that we know of is very constrained in in what they do or whatever. But hearing 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 some of the unique things they have where people are seeing the voice in color or music and different uses of of, of the crystals for a light weapon and stuff like that. Whatever. It's, it sounds like they're trying and sounds sounds like they're being a, a yeah. bit successful at it in engaging and folks engaging kids. And if you know if they can capture some new fans or tell some cool new stories, uh, I'm all I'm all for it. That's it, another it thing. Cool. Okay. As I was going to say, I'm only, I'm only one chapter into Into the Dark, but already in that um, in that first chapter, which basically starts with them, um, the bit you can't remember. <laughs> really. Oh, I, I did go back um, and look at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, with them, them chasing some pirates over Corson. Um, it was the but they talk, <laughs> Yeah, they talk about the, the Jedi Temple, and they say that in the in the temple, there's this uh, arch or column. Oh, I think it's an arch, isn't it? That's mm. made out of kyber crystals of dead... Jedi, well not dead Jedi, but Jedi who have fallen for their for their cause. And there's something about some sort of um, test or challenge or something like that that the Jedi can do, where you have to sort of, uh, I'm assuming, walk over this arch. When nobody's ever managed to do it on their own, they've always had to have um, another Jedi um, help them. But, I mean, I, but I'm not quite sure. Sh- I'm, not, I'm not sure if it gets mentioned again else again for the end of the book but i am trying to work out how are these kyber crystals are they are these all levitating in this arch or are they all is it sort of gravity that's all keeping you know that uh, a typical stru- stone structure of an arch and stuff it's all to do with um not trigonometry but you know it's all to do with um um forces of nature uh, not forces of nature um you know um what's the word help me out here it's the way an arch keeps it's itself upwards. Yeah, it's all down to physics, isn't it? The arch actually just, um, um, keeps itself up, doesn't it? Yeah, so it, bent, the design yeah. of it, right, it supports itself. Yes. So I'm thinking, is that the same with these kyber crystals? But you can't imagine, can you, I, well, I can visualize an arch of, of kyber crystals, but I can't visualize how the heck they're all keeping themselves you know, suspended. Yeah, I was, I was wondering about that too, like how tall is it you know how big is it like that they it's an impossible you know kind of thing are they not allowed to use their their powers to get up there is that why it's so hard you know is it just like a parkour thing you need to you know be able yeah to i mean i was trying to think what is the difficulty in this i mean why the heck would anybody think that you had to do this as a challenge anyway to walk over the top of this archway 
But then I was also thinking, well, there must be a, that must be a lot of kyber crystals in there. And um, so, what have all these Jedi died for? Because I mean, I mean, obviously, what have they died for? But I mean, who's? It's not easy to kill a Jedi, basically. But you're going to see, so you must have had a, these all Jedi that have just, you know, reached the end of their lifespan, mm. or they died in conflict. And I, I guess you had like the Sith Wars too, like they mentioned. Oh so. yeah, it might be. Yeah. I was also thinking that must still be in the, we, you know, we speed right up now to the current, to the to the prequel and um, sort of um, timeline. That yeah. arch must still be in the uh, Jedi mm. Temple. Well, Palpatine knocked that thing down. They use it for I, the imagine, Death Star. I imagine they probably, <laughs> some of that's probably going in, in, in the Death Star now, isn't it? All those carbon crystals there. I mean, it, that's, that's like, uh, he's probably thinking, Which bingo! That, that makes it totally worse that he wouldn't use that. Like, that's terrible. Like a monument to fallen Jedi. They were, they were, weren't they? Planets. Yeah, I think they were in the construction of the Death Star. When they were, they were raiding everywhere for carbon crystals, weren't yeah. they? So yeah. they would definitely would have nicked anything that was in the in the Jedi Temple. But I was, well, that was really. I'm just trying to get my head around it, trying to think, how does that work? Um, yeah, I, I want to see a visual of how that how that looks. Just to, uh, but I do like the concept of like having this, you know, trial that nobody can accomplish, and if you do it, then you know. You're like, you know what well, that's totally setting up for, don't you? The fact that she's going to do it, so he's gonna he's gonna be the only one who does. Um, oh yeah, probably. Come to show. I mean, there's never. It's like that. It's like that in other things. You, you know, when they set someone up, you know where it's going. They, there's no reason to mention that unless it's going to lead somewhere. Um. Hmm. So I'm imagining. I forgot. I can't remember his name. Only one chapter in. What that chap's called? Brief. That's it. Like, I imagine he's going to become the first Jedi to um to do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm on. A, there's a bit of a flashback in chapter three. I want to say I think I'm on chapter four or five right now. All right. I was reading it last night. I was like, I got to read another chapter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I mean, so far it, it's a bit wordy, like dialogue-wise. There's a lot of conversations in there, but um, the story seems to be picking up from where I'm at right now. So. There's a fact for me that it just starts with action, and as I said in, in the thing, it's, it starts very much like uh, Revenge of the Sith. You're, you're yeah. right, right into the action. The and I um, forgot about it, that part. And and it's I don't think that's the best way to start a book personally, <laughs> not a book, um, uh, or, or in, in some respects not not a best way to start a film even I think start right in in in, in the action because just just so much to catch up on so quickly. Well, in the book it was labeled prologue, so I mean if you wanted to. You oh well, I didn't, it, really, but... I didn't really yeah. play it when you hear that bit. <laughs> yes, so. If it was a book in a series, and much then you went to the movie. So yeah, if it was a book in a series, so that you understood all of that action, then okay. But yeah, if it's like the first book out and there's all this action, you don't know who's what or what's what or anything. That I could see where that would be a bit off-putting and trying to read it and understand it and make keep track of everything. But much like the movie with all of that action going on, but there was yeah. so much before it that mm. you, you knew who the good guys were, you knew who the bad guys were visually. Well, but I think even even in the movie. The visuals lend it right quick that you can tell who the good guys are, or yeah. what's good and what's bad, and, and what's do, going but on. You, but I think a only... book could be quite a challenge to have a lot of start off with a lot of action and not have a lot of uh, exposition as to who's what, what's going on, or any of that sort of stuff. Well, Trying to keep all that master straight. Was was in the last book, so and you, you're they're assuming you've read that book and you already know this character already. So this is just them on a random adventure, you know, with their padawan. So I guess that they have that aspect going on. But yeah, no, I, I agree. It's like if you're jumping into it for the first time, like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think let's start with 
not to pick on Revenge of the Sith, but I think for me, as much as I like all that action, what is what I suppose what really what really adds to the annoyance for me really is the fact that in the film series we completely missed out the whole action of the of the Clone Wars. Uh, you know, you see it starting at the end of Attack of the Clones, and then literally you see it for about five minutes at the start of Revenge of the Sith, and then that then that's pretty much it. Um, in terms of yeah. seeing the heat of the action, that is. Um, that is a good way to start I, the movie, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I suppose I'm, I'm warm to it now. I've seen it, seen it a few hundred times. Yeah. Um, but I mean, technically, you just well, you wouldn't really, would you? You you wouldn't have skipped the first two films and then come straight into Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah. And you only really got ten seconds to read the crawl. Um, That's true. There was a crawl. <laughs> there was always a crawl, but I mean. I don't know about you guys, but it's always moving, and with dyslexia and that kind of stuff, if we, mm. if we didn't know what the crew was beforehand, there's not a lot of time to absorb and take in what the crew was saying um, when it's constantly moving. Um, That's interesting. I wonder if the Lucas or if anything in the production, if they've given, if they, what, you know, how did they determine the speed? Because, right, you have to be able to read fast enough. Well, you can only read, read a point. Read you can read a, Yes. You know what? What? What is this? What is the the average reading comprehension speed? That right as that scrolls by, can people? But Ron, read? that's why you have to go back again, right? Oh, so you right, okay. Touche, right? That's what makes you want to go. <laughs> yeah, but there's also <laughs> so it's only also there's only a portion of the screen that you can actually read the text in. Uh, is yeah. uh, at the bottom, it's too close, and and once it gets above halfway, a top halfway up, it's like trying to do the UI test, isn't it? In the very bottom line, you just can't do it. Um, so you only got a small portion to to read, and if you I don't know you spill your popcorn or something like that, or somebody's somebody makes a funny noise behind you in the seat and stuff, and you're slightly just slightly distracted. You've missed. You that. are. You're easily distracted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're eating your sweets. Yeah. Exactly. You're breaking. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. Start. But I mean, all, all I'm just saying is you haven't got a lot of time to um to. Do- there's not as much time as I would like if I was reading something. That's, that's an interesting point because right that that was especially in '77 that was new to movies. No one knew that whatever. So right, if you're yeah. not that you were late to the movie and and the hype was around it, so everybody was there and and knew to be there. But yeah, you, if you missed an important part of the movie to some extent, if you missed the crawl, you know you didn't right pay attention to the that yeah. the crawl was happening. Although that fanfare catches you and would definitely get your attention. And get your eyes to the screen to go. Oh, what you know? What's going on? And Star Wars fades away, and the um, and the crawl begins. So yeah, you'd be like, oh, well, let me read this. So I, I don't think too many people missed it. I say, so yeah, so you know, I think for me, I think that the, the, the sequence of thing that the start of, start of the Star Wars films, you know, gets me every time. I feel a little chill there in the back of my spine. You know, you've got the 20th Century Fox, and you've got a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Then you've got that sort. Of, uh, the silence was a long time ago in a galaxy far away. Then you got the, uh, you know, all the trumpets blazing as the crawl goes up and that kind of stuff. And then after the crawl's finished, you've got that sort of slight calmness. And then the the theatrical music comes in the background, and you've got that first little scene. You're trying to work out what what it is you're going to see. I mean, I don't think any other kind of movie opening has caught yeah. has captured that kind of uh, dramatic. Opening, opening to, yeah. films. to me that that that's the best part when it's complete silence and you see the little blue lettering pop up one you know long time like you just get that feeling inside you like okay it started is that where the hair stand up for you yeah Ricky? that's yeah. where the, that yeah. that's the sweet spot for me right there like that i that's, still get it you know, i still get it now i, mean, I watch the start of it 
even what you watch the film from the start now, even with the sequel trilogy stuff, say we like but the content in the sequel trilogy and stuff, but the, the start the start bit just still gets me. Yeah. Um you know, that just like you're, you're strapped into the, the ride and it's gonna take off, you know, like like Certainly, just 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 talking about it, I have the same sort of thrills, and and, and thinking about what is it that, that makes me think that or whatever. And it, I think it's the it's that iconic blue. It's obviously the iconic phrase, mm-hmm. and it that 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 silence in that brief moment while you're in there. To me, when I read that and see that, it kind of it, it's always a reset button, and it takes you back to yeah. not necessarily the first time I see it because I was six and a half or whatever. I don't really remember, but it just it it envelops. All that is why we sit here and talk about this once a month or whatever, you know, just in in that brief phrase, that blue and that silence, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is this is this is going to I'm settling in to watch everything that it is that I love about the story is, is going to, you know, mm-hmm. some one of one of those chapters, one of those episodes is going to unfold in front of me now. Let's go. And then, yeah, the Williams fanfare hits and we're off and running. And, and right. I don't I don't. Have we been that's... psychologically conditioned by the long time ago? <laughs> the galaxy uh, I don't know if it's that, but that might be the quintessential uh, definition of, of the lightning captured in a bottle piece that no other movie or, or anything else yeah. has been, you know, what else does that? What Bond maybe. Bond might have it in terms of the the, the gun flying around type of thing or whatever. They're just like, all right, let's settle in and watch a Bond flick. But they've gone and changed that up so many times yeah. that, that they've messed with it un, un, unnecessarily so or unwittingly so perhaps or whatever. But yeah, I, th- I think there's something too, right? We've been psychologically conditioned to, to oh, when you hear this, all right, programming complete, let's go. So everything else uh, gets shut off and let's watch a Star Wars. I mean, I, I have always liked on the on the Marvel movies when the, the Marvel logo pops up and you see all the comic book, um, the actual comic book pictures in the mm-hmm, background mm-hmm. of the letters. Like, that's something cool that, that does it for me too, but not, you know, not like the Star Wars thing, but, but yeah, that that's kind of similar. I suppose. Yeah, I think obviously we've got a strong association now that we know what's coming when we see those things at the start. Um, but I also do think that there's something in it. Obviously, I think a huge, obviously a huge part of it is, you know, we're 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 living some sort of nostalgia by seeing those sequences at the start, and also we know what's coming next, and the excitement of that. But I do think there's also something to the sequence itself. And the way they're the way they're done that makes it unique and and, and also makes it um, that adds to the atmosphere, it adds to that start, the beginning of the film, that that combination the, of the twentieth century, yeah. the uh, you know a long time ago, the crawl, and then that sort of, the, the way that the film is always open with that sort of just the way that things like it's uh, an event. Star Wars film starts, yes, it, like it's something epic. Yeah. Um, there's something there's something there's something about that combination that really is the perfect way for opening that kind of film obviously it wouldn't work for everything but um it just it just works there's something magical about it you got it got it so right i think it, it, it's funny because last night um when we were, we were watching rebels or we were like just flipping through disney plus and my daughter was like remarking like oh like okay falcon and winter soldier that's a series She's like, why are they making everything in a series now? Where's what happened to the movies? <laughs> you know, and she's nine, and so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, well, like maybe you know, it's, it's easier to tell a story, you know, type of deal. I'm like, and I asked her, I'm like, well, what if Mando was a was a movie instead? And you think it would work the same way, you know? And I'm just wondering, like, what, how would that work in the theater? You know, would would you still put the you know long time ago in Galaxy Far Away and the crawl and all that stuff? Like, would 
does it lessen the impact that the show doesn't have that for you guys, or does it really not matter? Because it's like a different. Yeah, that, so that's an interesting point, Ricky. And to me, yeah, that's a cinematic, uh, not a trope, but a cinematic uh, part of the cinematic experience. So not seeing it uh, on Mando, you know, not ha- necessarily ha- having Mando having its own open and its own start or whatever, I'm okay with and don't need to see that or whatever. But yeah, if 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 we went to the movies and it didn't have, you know, Star Wars, um, I would I would really want to expect to see that. I, I, I've told the story before, or whatever. But when I saw the animated Clone Wars movie and took my daughter to it, it was our first theatrical thing um, that that came along for Star Wars. So I was like, so excited to finally, you know, experience uh, the, the 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 Star Wars in the theater with my daughter, or whatever. And sat in, and and it's getting ready to start, or whatever. And it didn't start with the Star Wars fanfare. I, I was I was I was crushed. Mm. I I just remember that so distinctly. Going wait what no ew what is I, I want you know we've watched the movies we had watched the original trilogy's movies over and over again and whatever that I was just expecting her to hear that I forget how I can't think of how old she is at the time but I wanted her to hear that and go oh yeah this is a Star Wars thing and be excited and it was the Clone Wars fanfare and it was just like ew no I was so disappointed with that I've since obviously come to to enjoy that fanfare and recognize it to being the Clone Wars fanfare but Star Wars cinematically and this is always my thing whatever but you know yeah I want to settle in I want to hear that you know I want to I want to have that I'm conditioned but you you pointed it out Ricky yeah I'm psychologically conditioned to have to <laughs> have to want to hear that and see that see those did, things did, um, start. Rogue One and Solo have a long time ago I think Solo did I think they had the a long time ago but yeah they yeah. They, they had their own different sort of yeah. starts I'm trying to remember yeah, yeah Rogue yeah. One just hits you in the face with a thump and then it shows the planet you know yeah, and Solo has the weird, um, like, yeah. Vegasy sort of uh, uh, billboardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it starts with some action, and then that Vegas uh, billboard kind of f- uh, title card of the oh, it has that card Solo fl- on the yeah, fl- yeah, flies into doesn't, you. Kind doesn't, of, it have, it has, doesn't it have some sort of text on the, on the screen? Yeah, and Solo does. It says yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really that's a young yeah. man, whatever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there is something there. Yeah. Set the it, scene. It's yeah. take on the crawl, and it need, you know it works. It works. Yeah, I need to watch that again soon. It is, it is funny though because if you watch, if you listen to like the soundtracks, like that, I never noticed how different the uh, you know the Star Wars theme is on every intro. Like some are, are more like hit you in the face, some are more softer, depending on which movie you're watching. Like John Williams switched it up for every movie. It, it's it's kind of strange. So it, like watching A New Hope has a different sound. The beginning than like episode two does, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what they do going forward. I mean, because I don't think, I don't think any that, uh, I don't think any of the films going forward are going to have the same sequence again as we've had in the, uh, in the Star Wars saga stuff. And probably they shouldn't do because we're moving. You don't forward think we'll get an episode uh, ten with a long time ago and the fanfare and all that stuff? Well, one day. Well, think? one day maybe. <laughs> never say never <laughs> say never. I think we're more likely to get a reboot before we get an episode uh, episode ten. I just I just don't see. Uh, I mean, I say some people say that there's only there's only ever three Star Wars films. Some say there's only six. Some are quite happy to say there's nine. But wherever you've got that that whole group of films, um, I think they're they stand in their own sort of a group of films, and and that sequence of start is is reserved just for them and that uh and that to do it and to 
I think if they try to replicate that that sequence of opening in any future films, then you basically you're going to associate them with the with the original nine, aren't you? Um, and that's yeah. probably they don't want to do that. Um, so I can't see us ever seeing a new Star Wars film with that same sequence at the start again. I guess, unless, I guess that's unless like unless a distinguishing a feature from you know if you're watching a saga, a film and watching you know episodic one than a standalone or something you know some offshoot. So if they if they do like a you know old republic you know or something far in the future it's gonna not have that probably then. Yes, I'd be quite happy if they're gonna do like high republic movies or old republic movies or whatever the next era is after the sequel trinity stuff. If they were gonna have a a unique opening sequences for for that that was different to the to the chapter sagas, then yes, go for long, that. Some long, of that long time ago. A longer, a longer time ago, a longer or, or, or if it's in after the sequel trilogy, not as long ago, but still a long time ago. But you could put it a long, long time from now. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, but, I don't know. I just think that the current, I think that current, that sequence that we have, the nine films, that would be um, that should be it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Speaking of we things should, coming up, we should. Uh, well, yeah. Let's. Um, we should move on to the bad batch. I didn't mean to get so nostalgic, but I was thinking that vintage um, stuff was was making me think about uh, nostalgia kind of stuff. So we should. Sure the Ronto. Re- I blame the Ronto for bringing. I read the Ronto. Yes. <laughs> What's done it? Yeah. Not one box. And then the Ronto. That, that old uh, 1997, you know, box, box art. Yeah. And it's all all Ronto as always. So for the two people that might ever listen, right? Yeah, there's there's pictures posted in the chat, and there's pictures yeah, of, the, of, the, of, the, of vintage packaging, the 1997 vintage packaging that took us down this this vintage path. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Let's get to the let's 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 uh, get into that bad batch. Uh, right. Okay. So I have less I, than a month before this comes out. When is it? Fourth. May fourth. Yeah. Star May Wars 4th. Day. Oh, Star Wars Day. Excellent. And and oh, hang on. <laughs> oh, I like it. Oh, I thought you were just going to get right into it. Let's no, go. I was going to get it full screen with... first and everything first. Uh, I, I heard it's supposed to be a 70 minute um, opening episode as well. So hopefully I recently heard as well, too, that the, the first first one that we get Tuesday, the fourth or whatever is a 90 minute or then and then the, we get another one Friday, yeah, uh, 30 yeah, minutes. In a couple so. days. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that'd be that'd be quite the fun so, week. For so sure. what yeah. What I'm, oh, well, we'll get into it in a second, but I mean, what I'm really hoping is that just sets all the premise away. We get, you know, we get past all this setting up stuff, and then we can get into the meat of it. Come the, you know, episode three, four sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So you heard the sound then, didn't you? Yeah, well, you were good to go, Stephen. Yeah. Start just, from beginning, and let's let's get into it. Let's right, back and go. Test is in order. Five enhanced clones, more capable than an army. Yet they exhibit a concerning level of disobedience in disregard for orders. What else you got? Give me more! Our squad's nothing but trouble. But we get the job done. You'll climb Force 99. You know who we are. Hunter. Let's go. Echo. 
Hyperdrive's online. Tick. Prepping to jump. Reckon? Let's blow something up. Yeah! And cross here. Your move. I want Clone Force 99 found and wiped out. The galaxy's a dangerous place to be. We need to get out of here. What do you say, kid? You want to come with us? How can I help? The Clone Wars have ended. You can either adapt and survive or die with the past. The decision is yours. We do what we do. Strap in, kid. It looks gorgeous. Oh, it just, just, it really it's good. very, yeah, it looks just, just stunning. Um, so glad they're putting all that it's effort just into like, it. It's just like the Clone Wars container, isn't it, Ronnie? Really? Yeah. It just looks just like it's straight off that conveyor belt. Um, yeah, and, and then the storyline, I mean, just, just sheer aesthetics or whatever, it looks gorgeous. The storyline, and and while they you know might be a, a tool of Tarkin's, it seems like at some point in time they are going to – they're not going to turn, but he realizes they might be a threat to what he wants to do or something or whatever that he that he's now saying they got to be eliminated. So then they yes. go on the – yeah, the, the storyline aspect of it seems, seems – um, Because presumably they have not got the chip in them, so – yeah. yeah. Um, they are going to be a threat because they're not going to obey um, him as, the, as a normal clone would. The, the, the Clone Wars are over guy. Was that. Um, no, that was Saul Guerrero. Yeah, Saul Guerrero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you. And he looks like, like he did in the Clone Wars. Just yeah, and that's what I thought. It was the brother of the of the sister who died that I couldn't pull his name. Thank you. Yeah, that was Saul Guerrero t- telling those guys that. So that's going to be a fun, interesting tie in, too, to help give Saul. I mean, we had some backstory to, to some some of us, but yeah, to give Saul some backstory, a little bit more meat and a fill-in, if you will, of backstory between the backstory that we know and Rogue One. That I'm looking forward to as well, to the, to, to beef that character up a little bit. Um, yeah, because he's in Rebels, and he's already like, you know, older and with the beard and all that stuff, and you see him last time in Clone Wars when they're on Onderon, and like, this is like the middle, so. Yeah, I mean, and it kind of shows you how... Yeah, it kind of shows you how far this is from order 66 like it's like it just happened because he looks exactly the same like he did in clone wars mm. you know just a little scarred up but yeah that's I'm, I'm hoping pretty much that, that trainer is pretty much episode one um yeah I, I don't think there's anything in that trainer that's from subsequent episodes um oh, you th- you, so you I think, think that's so- all gonna happen in the first one they're all gonna be you know they're gonna you know the clone wars is finished tarkin is sort of thing what to do with them then decides to get rid of them then they're on the run and then it starts off, uh, and it's all, and it starts off, you know, episode two, come three, it starts off, will be with them trying to find the, their way. In See, I, th- I, th- I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be a tool of Tarkin's for a while. Until mm-hmm. he realizes whatever, and then we're going to see that quote of of the and and the storyline turn to the you know they have to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll find out here quick in May, um, but yeah, that that's kind of my take on on what I saw. Was, were there stormtroopers in there? 
when Tarkin's talking about eliminating them, that's... they looked like it, didn't they? Right. So, so and that was that was just at least a couple of years down the line. For so, so they're, right, they're that's what makes me. When you said that this is right close to sixty six, I'm like, no, well, you're wait right. Yeah. I thought I saw stormtroopers in there. We kind of need to, you need to like uh, pull it back up again, Stephen. Not necessarily watch it, but skip, well, what, skip through to find those scenes to go. Wait, would they what? have changed the armor right away to distinguish themselves from the Republic? You know, I think they would have had to, right? Because then you wouldn't know, you know, who's what. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. So, are you are you proposing that there's actually clones in stormtrooper armor? Mm-hmm. At I some think point? so. Ah. Eventually, they die well, out, and yes. then you get humans. Versus, okay, yeah, right, right, right. Versus the conscripted aspect mm-hmm. of that. They, they just kill them all, and then they replace them with people. But I think that's too many people to have to replace. Uh, but, see, I mean, that's why not... that doesn't work. Because right, where did you find all them loyal yeah. and everything so quick? Order? But then, why did they become such bad shots? <laughs> they're humans. <laughs> well, so yeah, that was. I mean, look how old Rex is in Rebels. Look how old Rex is in Rebels. He's an old man. They are actually clones with Tarkin. Um, I mean, they have they're, oh, they they're accelerated aging. So, oh, they are clones with Tarkin. They're, they're... Well, no, but later, later in the in the thing where he says, mm-hmm. or that seems like from the very first scene. Uh, and that Marauder. Those look like storm Those are clones. They're clones, I think. Yeah. Clone helmets, anyway. It looks like a variation of. Uh, we're getting right close to the stormtrooper. How about there? All right, so yeah, we're getting much closer to it, but closer not, to it, but oh, not quite. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I mean, it's supposed to be stormtroopers. Are supposed to be, and they started phasing out the clones pretty quickly after Order sixty six. But I still think that it is probably, yeah, it's not going to happen overnight, is it? It's going to be at least a, a year or so. Um, but for starters, you've got to train up. Do you, do you think you know like they mean? stopped using the clones because they had to because of facility? How do we think that is? They wanted to use humans. Oh, the bounty hunter. Yeah, go back. No, to the no. Who, yeah, who do we think that that is right there, Stephen? Well, that was so. Uh, it's a, it's a lady. Show, yeah. or it's, she oh. sounds like Hera, but I mean, it might just be Vanessa Marshall. Do you think it's her. supposed to be Fennec? Yeah. Oh, that'd be a nice tie-in too. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. So I read. I mean, I wouldn't have got any of that from the actual. Yeah, I thought it was a Zillow beast, but it's a very small, mm, small, small one, very colorful. But maybe they're mm. maybe they are when they're young. Yeah, my daughter so, keeps asking like, when are they going to bring the Zillow beast back into the storyline? <laughs> because they never resolved that. Like, what Palpatine was going to do with it? They kind of. I heard some open. speculation that that was Palpatine's son. Yes. Yeah, I kind of heard that too. I think that's just people. There's speculating. two of them though, isn't there a girl too? Right? Yeah. Like it? a little necklace on. Yeah. No, that's oh, him. He's got a little thing on his on his head. Yeah, I think that's the same. Oh. It was where hmm. were these? Where was that bit on the planet? Yeah, we'll go back to that. That was Captain Rex. So that's going to be exciting. Was there, I didn't even see Rex. Was it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's him. Well, back right now. Oh, there. No, no. no you, yeah, that's him. But you had a scene oh. where you t- truly see him at the top of the hill, right there. That oh, one. Yeah, I totally missed Rex. that. That being oh, Rex. Yeah, yeah, I definitely picked up on that. So that's quasi exciting to. To see how he's going to tie into the bad, you know, to whatever's going to be. So this is long before he started doing steroids in Rebels. That's the <laughs> behind him. You can see orange. You know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, that's the boy. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, is, oh, yeah. is that is that Jakku? Yeah, where are they at with such wreckage? It looks. Well, no, Wouldn't be Jakku yet because that that's yet. yeah, and that's going to be after Empire and stuff. Hmm. Oh yeah. And then. Uh, it could so, be yeah. uh, Onderon. I mean, so where, where was this? Where was this planet then with the uh, ear? That looks like Naboo. 
my first thought was Naboo, but is is yeah, it? but those pillar whatever's on the pillar is is something different. They, maybe um, what is Harris species? No, it's not not not. Oh yeah, there's a lot like, of them. Look, that, you look there. The, the long. That's uh, what I saw on the ground. The crowd uh, looks like them, so maybe that's yeah. A, there's a few there. Yeah. So we'll we'll probably see Cham then. Cham Sandula. That's Harris' dad, isn't it? Something yeah. Like yeah. Hmm. yeah. There's a lot of them there. When you say it now, actually, there's a lot of them with those. Uh, that's what made me say it. Uh, the the the. Things on the pillars don't look like that species. No, but the crowd is what I saw. But so we're probably going to see like uh, Saw's rebel cell and Sham's rebel cell, so and the different it. reasons they fight, or you know, the conflicting yeah. reasons they fight, or 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 a thing. It's cool to see Echo in there. I like that that tie in there. He joined them at the end. Yes, that's the last time we saw. Last time we saw them, wasn't it? I see. There still seems to be a lot of. Is the Clone War still going on at doing any of this? Because it does seem like at the start, they seem, well, not the training bit, but it does look like they're um, battening uh, droids here, aren't they? Here. This is a flashback. Oh, yeah. That's what makes yeah. me think this trailer yeah. cover some time. Oh, yeah. maybe they yeah. might just show uh, Order 66 and then they're not. Yes, Order 66 when they were, yes, when they and were. they're like, what's something. going on, you know? Because they said in their original Clone Wars episodes, didn't they? they, they their, their orders came from way up. Um, yeah. So, did their orders come from Tarkin in the first place? Yeah, but Order 66 went out, went, didn't come from, like, the, those that got affected by Order 66, they just heard it and acted. It wasn't like they heard it from the person they always get their orders from. Yeah, yeah it was from Palpatine from, himself. Oh. Yeah. That's what I mean, that they got their orders from whoever. So, the Bad Batch saying we get our orders from somewhere higher doesn't, it, from a chip-enabling standpoint, shouldn't matter because the, the you hear the 66 mm. or whatever, you're supposed to be, supposed to react to it. Oh, yeah, I guess it is the same. That's a clone or that's a... Um, it, it is a clone, uh, isn't it? But yeah. No, but off to the left. It's a Tanwi. Oh, yeah, it was... Camino. Uh, Camino. Yeah, they're standing next to Tarkin. Yeah. Resident of Camino. Yeah, they're the ones that were explaining to Tarkin who the bad uh, guys were. It almost looks like a clone, but Prime Minister. not your normal clone. Not your average clone. So, yeah, it could be a... Oh, you think the boy's a clone? No, no, no. Off to the left is a yeah, clone. He, well, yeah, there's a clone. Yeah. A clone yeah. But I was wondering, the boy, it almost looks a bit like Boba. That I used thought to so, like, Apart from the blonde hair, yeah. obviously. But then why, why would your average <laughs> clone boy be wearing a... That kind of thing on there. It's got to be somebody, hmm. somebody special or different to have that. Yeah, kind is of... that what the Kaminoans wear on their head? Oh yeah. Is that what the they Prime do. Minister has? Some of them do have some of that stuff in their heads, don't they? What's that? We see one of them be- somewhere, the don't beginning, we? I think. Aren't they standing next to Tarkin in the beginning? Yeah. 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 See. There you go. It looks see like that. the two that were from the. No, I guess not. Yeah. Tarkin looks very angry. Not very happy. Well, so is the, and he's in, the he's in Imperial. He's in an Imperial. Yeah, he's in as well. So at this point, Order 66 has happened. What do you think they did do? What do you think they got all that detainer in done from? To get well, that, that they're in that training room that we've seen before, but yes. the cloners weren't there in that training room. Others were, I think. Whatever. Yeah, Maybe is, is this where they are, are trying to – are they – are we going to see the origins of where they get away from the clones? Because the clones, you know, why are, storm tro- why are stormtroopers yeah. – why did they get away from the clones? Yeah, what did they change? So are we going to see some origins of the of Tarkin not being happy with the Kaminoans? Kamonians. Man, why can't I say what they are? Well, I think it was... 
I can't remember what the reason, but there is some, it's been explained in some other books and stuff, isn't it? The the logic behind it all. Well, so that's what I'm speculating. Will yeah. we see, see some of that here in Bad Batch um, actually come to fruition and be canonized, if you will, visually, as to mm. how we get away from... Um, There's a reason that Tarkin maybe the, didn't maybe trust them. Maybe the turn on them and they end up having to take them out. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they try to strong arm the Kaminoans too much. Hey, now, I'm, now I'm having running a draw. Why why are stormtroopers in the OT not? Why do we think they're not clones underneath there? Because they don't it's talk. Been too long. They don't really? talk the same. Oh, it's been too long. They'd be too old. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it, it is established that the clones were quickly phased out after Order sixty six. I know that. Uh, I can't remember the reason was. I think. Well, so I think we so right. Doesn't it, doesn't it make a lot of sense that we'll see why here in Bad Batch yeah. that they'll they'll that that's some oh, storytelling I mean, piece that they could they could add to to, like to Bad Batch would be like the last of the clones kind mm-hmm. of thing, you know. Well, I mean, besides de- Rex and Wolf. It's definitely going to come from conversation, isn't it? That the whole logic and reasoning behind uh, the clones being phased out and. And I guess because if you get conscripts or whatever, they bought into what you're doing, whereas the clones started more and more thinking for themselves, and that might be what's what's bad from Tarkin's point of well, view. And that kind of did become a theme when rewatching Clone Wars. Is like little by little, like clones started to like be more yeah. independent. And what is their motivation, really, to follow Tarkin's orders after um, Order sixty six? Well, it's what like what their... do you do after the war's over? These guys were bred to be soldiers, and what are you know? What do they do? Aren't fighting anybody, well, you, know? you know what? That's interesting that we have clones starting to think for themselves and, and, and recognize that, you know, some of them every once in a while in some of those Clone War episodes would say we're being pawns and we're being used yes, by the Jedi. Yeah. And they would also then recognize some of those that think that way would also recognize that Order 66 was a wait. That was, a you know, we've been following the Jedi all along. Why are we doing this? And so that could be a, a problem mm-hmm. for Tarkin that he wants he wants stormtroopers that are, are loyal to whatever it is they say i can't wait to watch um yeah can't i mean wait to see it, be, uh, that's for yeah sure. i'm quite i'm more interested interesting to, to add to that, the all those answering all those questions interests me more than the actual characters themselves yeah, yeah. um which you know I, I don't personally feel attached to any of them um not but that, not, but that, not yet not yet no but maybe echo. answering all those questions yeah. that we're talking about, that whole thing of you know clones being phased out and stormtroopers coming in and what happens after Order sixty six and all that kind and of stuff. Vader's going to show up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that's the that's the whole thing that I'm really interested in. That whole post Order sixty six world and uh, answering those questions that we haven't had really canonized and expanded on um, is they're the things that really um, interest me initially to start off with and probably also and also with it being Finone um steering this that you just know that he's bound to in, introduce as many elements from up from the clone wars and stuff and other places into it as as he can um so yeah i'm excited that it's him in charge because you just know that it's going to be good stuff when he does um when he does stuff do you guys think they're gonna since they brought rex they're gonna have a soka too because they kind of went off together after the end of clone wars well, yeah, initially they were right, and then she pops up in Rebels as Fulcrum. So, mm. probably it's probably going to be another, you know, guest appearance of you know the episode kind of thing every now and then. Like it always is, but yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Well, where they, I mean, where they go from there. Ahsoka is one of uh, um, and, and, and Rex as well, but Ahsoka is one of uh, Filoni's uh, spawns, love childs, some some aspects, isn't it? Yeah. So you would think that 
him being in charge, he's going to find the opportunity to try and get her. Or even in it. even like uh, Maul, because I mean, when you see Maul in Rebels after Clone Wars, you go from him, you know, escaping after Order sixty six to like he's trapped in that, uh, you know, the temple, the Sith temple. So I mean, there, there's plenty of things they can fill in with the show. Mm-hmm. Now she saving says, that for Kenobi. Yeah. yeah, she says in the um, in the Star Wars write up on the High Knights, they say the cold and calculating Tarkin opens the trainer praising the Bad Batch's skills while expressing concern about their individuality. Um, and it says, uh, this is a great setup for the series, and the personalities involved, the uniformity and fascism of the soon-to-be Empire, and how that brushes off against the rebellious nature of the Clone Force 99. Yeah. So that sort of answers that sort of... Uh, yeah, certainly. Um, They're not going to conform. They're going to... No. But, why do they, but, but the question there is, why did they conform in the first place? Um... You know, they what changes for them? Uh, it must be something to do with what we said. Well, they must see the what's gone down, perhaps, and maybe that sort of changed their perception of things. But I mean, why were they? Because I'm pretty sure they haven't got the chips in them. Well, I mean, they didn't um, have so Echo why before. Why were they in the first place? Echo can be like their moral compass now. You know, since he's with them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, hmm. I just, that, well, I'm sure it'll get explained. But I mean, why were they following orders? So, um. Solidly before Order 66, and then afterwards, not so solidly. I mean, I guess it would be a difference, you know, gunning down uh, battle droids and gunning down people, because, I mean, from what we saw in Solo, you know, the Empire was just going to planets and, you know, taking over and dominating, you know, which is why Han's like, what are we doing? We're not even, we're not the heroes, we're invading the planet, you know, he, he does that whole that whole speech. Yeah, it's their planet, yeah. We're the, uh, we're the invaders, you know, you say sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I suppose there's there's a chance that out of all the clones, they're the more likely to see the uh, what's going on a bit more clearly when the ones chipped off and stuff. I, I could see like a clone saying, you know, the the running line in uh, in, in Clone Wars was like, "Good soldiers follow orders," you yeah. know, and then have the bad batch saying, "Well, we're not good soldiers." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I'd, I'd be surprised if that didn't come up as well. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be um, it's going to be exciting for that. For that aspect, the, the the time period they're in and and what's going on around them and stuff, that's what makes it. Um, yeah, yeah. That's what makes it for me. I mean, I, I suppose there's some people out there who, well, I suppose there's going to be somebody out there who thinks, oh, it's the bad batch. They don't care what they do. They can be in the in the um in the Simpsons and I watch it sort of thing. But I mean, I'm sure there's um people there who really love the uh, the bad batch. But uh, for me, it's about the bigger picture and the and the dynamics going on around them that is going to make well, this. It's, it's totally really good, interesting. Uh, action figure potential. You know, to have a bunch they, of cool... they've not had any, any any merchandise. I I did see online they had a black series. Um, the, the main guy with the tattoos on his face. They, they did have that one. Yeah, somebody actually took a picture of it on a rack. Like they had him out already. The first thing I think about when I see Hunter now, especially I see him in that um, trainer, is uh, okay. Hot Shots. Oh Hot yeah. Shots. <laughs> <laughs> Hot like Shots Part Two. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely can see it, Steve. Yeah, certainly. With the see pile it. of uh, shells around him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just it's that spin image, isn't it, really? It's just like, what? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could probably find, we get some, you know, uh, behind the scenes interviewing or something. We could probably, we'll probably hear that, yeah, that was, there was some influence or something, that that's what they were going for. Because, yeah, that you, you, you're spot on. That there's a, uh, quite the resemblance. Mm. Yes. Ooh, you know, I guess he'd be too young. But I don't know. What if we see uh, what's his name? Um, from Rebels, the Imperial guy that turned. 
Oh, um, Callus. Yeah, Callus. Yeah. Oh, Callus. I wonder if we see a younger Callus. I'm not or sure. Any what... of the Inquisitors, you know? Inquisitors, Inquisitors are possible. Um, I can't see the. That uh... would explain the Inquisitor, because you know Vader's always, always the sticky wicket. Because if he, if he, if he shows up, well, he's going to dominate, and you know how. But that could explain where he is to some extent. That he, the Emperor has him off dealing with the, the Inquisitor program or something like mm. that. You know that that he's, he's, he's busy with that and doesn't have time to be messing with us. Tarkin's got it under control or something. Do you think Tarkin's going to be like a Thrawn where like every week he's like, oh, this is part of my plan and, you know, I'll get them next time kind of thing? No, I don't think you put put that on Tarkin, but I think more more Tarkin's, we'll see more of Tarkin's personality that is that, you know, cold, hard, you know, we'll deal with your rebel friends later, you know, blowing up all You could bring Krennic in. Krennic from Rogue One, if you're bringing yeah, I mean, it back. depends. It all depends, really, what um, roads they go down, doesn't it? To who, yeah. you could, who you could bring in. Otherwise, it just seems like you just put them in for the put them in the sake. But if they go down, that right. they they become anti empire and they want to start, you know, uh, doing some jobs for um, that's true. So yeah. that kind of stuff, then you could get into the Death Star program and you could then come up against Krennic and uh, some of the other people from... It just depends what route they come to. Are they going to become the A-team where they just do jobs that people were asking to do for the, for the whatever? Um, or are they going to become uh, sort of like a, a sole kind of splinter group against the Empire sort of thing? Um, we don't know at the moment. I always imagined it initially, before we even think about it, I always imagined it to be some sort of A-team. Um... But um, that become a bit laborious if it's um, you know uh, set up of the week sort of thing. Um, you want an overall plot going around, an overall story arc, don't you, going on? Um, so yeah, but what route are they going to go down? We don't know yet because they are going to have a lot of information, aren't they? Um, you'd imagine as well. That'd be invaluable to like the likes of uh, Saul and the uh, bit too early for the Rebellion. So. Yes. Well, regardless, May the Fourth is going to be quite exciting. But definitely, if it's uh, uh, that long, do you say? Sem- I thought I heard somewhere it was seventy minutes, but maybe that was. Uh... Well, yeah, it's probably seventy minutes of content and twenty minutes of commercial. So a ninety-minute premiere, <laughs> you know, a ninety-minute show in terms of right. uh, it's going to start at nine and end at ten thirty or whatever the time frame is. But you're right, it's it's. A, so 70 minutes of content would be about right. Regardless, it's more than a you know a half hour or 22 minutes, whatever. Well, it's hopefully a substantial it premiere. Well, yeah, exactly. Hopefully it drops at midnight. So in in that in that at the start of that day, which means that you know we'll be able to pick it up over here in UK at the same time is a uh, but in a decent time. Uh, well, I'm sh- see see I'm showing my age. I'm thinking it's actually a TV show that I'm gonna watch that night, and it's not. It's gonna be <laughs> Disney Plus, and that's why it's so yeah. It's, it's going to be whatever it can be whatever length it needs to be because they don't have to be con- yeah that is the one beauty thing of the, the disney plus and, and the streaming models you don't have to necessarily be beholden to a a yeah, broadcast time came yeah a time uh, time constraint of any sort you can you can make whatever it is you need to make that's very nice of the streaming services overlooked is that, is that a tuesday may the fourth what is that? for some reason i had it in my head it was tuesday um uh, yes it's the first person that can pull up the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just down in the bottom right, isn't it? You just got to click over the date and time in Windows. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at my phone, so. I like. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. um, which is even better for me. That's a that's a non-working day, so as soon as it drops, I can uh, watch it in the morning, providing it comes out midnight um, on that day. 
Um, that's going to be uh, evening family viewing time in my house. So that's going to be it's going to be fun. So, especially on Star Wars Day, it's always fun to have something new to watch on Star Wars Day. So is, is that I suppose that is their Star Wars Day offering this year? Yeah. Covered it. They've covered it with that. Make some blue milk and you know Wookie cookies and watch Bad Batch. Hopefully well, you don't make a bad batch of Wookiee. First, when did they first announce um, Bad Batch? It's like, so I was just Googling beforehand. It was like November or something, wasn't it? And, um, was it November? I, can't I mean, they I must guess. have been pretty much almost done by that point. I mean, so, I mean, when did they start work? I mean, they must have started working on this when they were doing bringing up those final Clone Wars stuff. They must have just, they must have been doing it at the same sort of time because obviously it's got the same look and feel as if it's just, you know, the next season of Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they must have been working on it exactly the same time, and so all that you know, we had that talk at the time, didn't we? About uh, this is not this may not be the end of Clone Wars in, in some sort of form, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So they they knew at that time that those final episodes came out that they had. Like, how do we continue the story without yeah. the Clone Wars being active anymore? You know, let's call it something else. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. Hopefully, we get some Jar Jar action. Well, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I hope fingers crossed. I'm not sure how they do it, but uh, you don't want it to be. I mean, as a, a, the problem, so the problem is we're, we're picking straws here, really. With the Mandalorian season two, is how many guest oh, stars of the week that were, you know, cameos that were of the week, sort of thing, which started to grind a little bit for me. And I don't want too much of that in here, but then in some respects, it's a bit like it's a bit. That's kind of Filoni's <sighs> thing, though. Like... Well, yeah, you kind of expect it to a degree at this time period to involve some of the big players yeah. at the time perhaps just depends on where they go with the story i suppose um mm. but yeah and it's it's an opportunity for Loney to really to expand the story of people they spent years um developing in the Clone wars and uh so i mean you, you there's no there's no way i can see him not um, picking up things from you know the Clone Wars episodes and carrying them forward. Yeah, um, he'll take advantage of that for sure. Would, wouldn't well, and that's the other thing about it. This thing has been in, in development for so long. It's not, you know, animation has such a long lead time. So yeah. the, the, I heard some speculation listening to podcasts, whatever, that, you know, they, they were wondering about this, wondering about that. I'm like, well, this thing has been, has been planned out a long, long time ago. There's, there's not a, you, you don't make quick turns or quick changes to script or dialogue or anything like that when it's animated. So no, I don't, I don't, I think this has all been well, yeah. well, um, forecasted and planned out by the the powers that be and the felonies that be to 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 get to a point and i mean probably to, since resistance wrapped up they were probably working on sure know, script, they right? must have been. so what is it i imagine it's something like a month to produce an episode or something isn't it something like that i don't know how long it takes if he's going to as say gorgeous as it is yeah i'm sure it has a has a good long time to mm-hmm. to getting to that point and, and doing what they need to uh, thankfully, they, uh, like we said, they don't have to worry about cutting anything or worrying about um, time constraints necessarily for a production. So, uh, when you don't have to worry about the season starting when seasons start on TV either, you know, you can just drop it whenever you know you yeah, want. Yeah, when, when you're ready for it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Which, which the point that if, you, if I can't imagine as many many people, but if he was somebody if just, um, I suppose, if he's just somebody who wasn't really following social media or news sites and that kind of stuff, and you, just like you had your your Netflix, sure. and you had your fan. Amazon, and you had your Disney Plus, how are you going to get that new stuff right in front of somebody's eyes? Because you know what, like, because like you play something on 
on, well, I'm not sure, well, on Amazon they do show some adverts, but I mean on Disney Plus you play stuff and you just they just plays what you want what you, you clicked on. Well, they have that banner in the front that usually has the new thing, you know. Yeah, I've seen some ads on the TV for Disney Plus and things that are yeah. streaming Disney Plus mm-hmm. in order to gin up new new fans. So I could see them potentially running commercials uh, showcasing some new Star Wars, you know, animated Clone Wars stuff for, for yeah. that lay fan or that fan that is Star Wars like Day. They're going to yeah, Wars Day. They're going to be it'd be all over. So yeah, I suspect they get some new subscribers uh, that uh, out of out of this for sure. Right, okay. Um, one's got date. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't go, we won't go into that. You'll have to go then. read his uh, Han Solo McDonald's, icon. McDonald's date. Oh, oh yeah, you got to go to McDonald's. That's right. Go get yeah. some uh, Star Wars Happy Meals. You don't, the meals, you don't want the meals to be cold. Which one are you hoping guys, to get, Ron? What have you, you got? You so guys far? can't go inside yet, can you, over there? Oh, uh, We can. Um, can. We can, but we can't. So my area just recently the, had a bit of a uh, an uptick. So the local the, the local uh, restaurants have been um, complying with the county. So right. and so they shut dining down again in in the. Yeah, right. When I was in McDonald's, planning on uh, going in to eat or whatever, and they had a sign that said uh, the the dining rooms are closed again. So we've just picked something I'm taking to his house. We've just started getting the. Uh, hey, you can um, you can watch uh, some Star Wars while you eat your happiness. So I thought we might uh, bring up the, the I'm sure uh, the Muppets, uh, the the uh, Star me, Wars Muppet thing is on there. Well, Ron, which ones have you gotten so far? On the uh, whatever ones I've gotten. <laughs> um, Fat, <laughs> uh, the Sith Trooper, Vader, and Yoda. Okay. You have to show some photos of them. I'm not quite sure what what you what you guys are getting for your bucks. Um, but yeah. yeah I'll, I'll put some pictures up. Yeah. Which one are you hoping to get today, Ron? Hopefully you you get it. Um, I'm on the perfect run, a perfect pull so far. So I'm hoping I get somebody I, I don't have. Is it is uh, it potluck? You, is it absolute yeah. potluck? Yeah, it yeah. just depends what the McDonald's has. So right. yeah, there's a Kylo Ren, there's a Finn. Sometimes they do a thing where it's a weekly release, but I think they've gotten away from that because it's frustrating for those that work in the restaurant because people come in and they don't have it. There. So it, it seems this go around anyway. It's just a, a grab bag of they open up the box of of boy toys and open up the box of of girl toys that are D- Disney princesses, princesses whatever, and it's just a random. They reach in and grab whatever. You know, they're going for and throwing it in. So I'm just trying the, to visualize how, how much you, you order your meal, you get your thing all in a big cup, cup, um, paper bag sort of thing, and then you look at it and you see what you've got. Or do you get a chance to say, to pick up? You can. Thing? I mean, you, you, you want don't, to be that guy. It, yeah, right. So you don't get a chance. You just order a Happy Meal, and right. it comes with the toy, and you get back to your seat, and you open your box, and, oh, here's the toy I got. There are some people that, as Ricky said, you know, if you want to be that guy, you say, uh, can I get the, you know, now when I have my nephew in, in play, I will be that guy. Cause I'll play the uncle card and go up and get, Oh, we got duplicates. Can you, you know, see if you can exchange this for just anything different. I, I, I can never be the guy. I don't want to say never, but I have a really hard time saying, can you find me a Yoda? You know, <laughs> the McDonald's play, unless they're star Wars fans, unless I can read the crowd and you know, they know what I'm talking, you know, if they say, well, who do you want? Then I'll be like, Oh, well, can you find me a, yeah. a Sith trooper or, you know, Yoda, whatever I'm a Boba Fett, whatever I'm hunting. But if you, they're you just, you can Some, purchase them separately too. Yeah, just yeah, you could. You can go in and just buy them. That takes all the fun. You don't get to eat. Where's <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> the fun? You can't chew a you can't chew a toy. Eat the fries. Unless you're a dog. <laughs> okay, well we won't delay. I say you uh, take some photos. I'd be interested to see what yeah, you're getting. You know, what you're getting for your money there. 
<laughs> Will do. They're pretty cool. They they roll and shoot out little dudes. Yeah, I was gonna say they have some action to them this time. They oh right. Some shooting or something. Excellent. Well, that's good. Fun times. Just remember to throw all your uh, litter in the bin. Um, you save the box. It has Yoda on it. Steve. Right, so. <laughs> I don't know what it's like over there, but yeah. I walk around the back street, the back, back street, but when the back lanes here, in the middle of nowhere, and you just see McDonald's litter thrown in uh-huh. the hedge. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a big problem, I would say. That people just throwing their um, takeaway stuff just wherever they like. Well, yeah, that's unfortunate. That shouldn't. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. No, well, it's I don't know. They just come along the back roads and they just think nobody's here. No one's going to see you. It's like pitch black, middle of nowhere. I would just throw it out the hedge. It was happening back in back in my days. So we used to go out on Saturday nights and stuff. My friends was out in the car. We used to go around going to McDonald's, get it in the car, you know, go off in some lay-by and pull up and start consuming our McDonald's and that kind of stuff. And then we would pull away, and they're like, "Oh, we still got the litter." And they would literally just open the windows and throw it out the. Oh my! Out. I was like, "What?" I was like, "I, I try like I, I try like and grab it all and say, no, I'll just take it. I'll keep it when I, I take it home with me." I just like I had to try and grab their litter from them before they threw it out the living window. Well, hopefully, if they do that, you, you, they throw the toy out for you too. So that <laughs> it'd be alright. There's some toys with the me. I'll be like grabbing their litter for that reason. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'll leave it to it then, folks. And uh, I'll see you again next month. Next month, next everyone, month. stay safe. Uh, good chat. May the force be with you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye.